Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. That's that's part of your job as a coach and, and assistant coaches and team leaders to, to motivate, uh, you know, to understand that, look, we're going to go out and compete. We need to be at our best. I mean, who wants to go out and compete and not, not be at your best? So to me, that's part of, uh, you know, and, and, and to be a true competitor, you, you do, um, you know, find a way to be at your best when those moments come. And that's, that's part of, uh, you know, again, that's part of what we've talked about, what we're, we'll do in practice, the motivation leading up to the game, how to be prepared for it. Um, you know, so... Uh, I think it's it's part of your job each and every week uh, as a coach, you know, to make sure you find a way to have your team, you know, to be at its best when it's time to play. There's your fearless leader, Bob Stoops, on getting the guys ready to play for a lesser bowl game. It is a lesser bowl game. We don't have to pretend that it's not. It is. There's a reason that OU has never played in the Alamo Bowl before. However, on the question of getting the guys ready to play for a lesser bowl game, it is, but it, I'm not inside the walls, so it's purely a guess. I don't really think that that's going to be an issue because it's just such a unique situation. Not If Muleshoe was still coaching this team, then yes, I would have giant concerns about this team's give-a-rip meter going to play Oregon in the Alamo Bowl. But with all the excitement that has already taken place with Bob Stoops, of all people, being your interim coach, it's not your wide receivers coach or your safeties coach or the offensive line coach is your interim head coach. It's a Hall of Famer, dude. So on one hand, you really don't want to let him down after what he's done for this program. And two, a lot of these guys are auditioning for a staff that's kind of already in place here in Norman, you know? Well, and this is typically your – you know, not your highlight type bowl. This is a little bit lower down the ladder, but hey, for the Alamo Bowl, this is the highest ranked matchup ever, right? Of teams in the Alamo Bowl. Is it really? I think so, yeah. Oh, nice. I think it's the two okay. highest teams they've ever had square off in the Alamo Biggest Bowl. Biggest Alamo Bowl ever. Is what <laughs> right. Saying. That's, that's basically what I'm telling you here. All right. So we uh we asked Bob Stoops yesterday when he hopped on. And and I respect, you know, Bob is not going to share the direct messages that he's he's importing upon his players but he gave us I thought a little bit of a glimpse yesterday when he said a lot of it the message that he's sharing with his team it's for this bowl game a lot of it's going to be about pride of Oklahoma right pride of the university pride uh, in yourself to to prove that hey this program's not going anywhere so I think that's a big part of what Bob Stoops is selling to his team in this game and I would imagine because it's Bob Stoops that message is being very well, very well received by this group. I would imagine so. God, we still have a week until this game. And it's, it's again, it seemed like forever since OU's played a football game. We've got another week. And with the game kicking off at 8-15, it's going to feel like an eternity, even when we get to the 29th, for the game to get here at 8-15. It's a brutal start time, man. Golly, it's a brutal start time, 8-15. And I, I'm ready for the game, and I'm, I'm getting more and more excited about the game the closer it gets, but 
My God, man. Um, I just hope people listen to our postgame show that night after it gets over Oh, we, we'll have a good postgame show. Are we going the regular two hours? I think we're going like maybe an hour and a half because <laughs> okay, it's, the, it's in me. the middle of the work week. The game's going to get over at like, you know, 1130, midnight, something around there. So, I, dude, yeah, we're not, we're not going we're, before a lot of time. We're definitely going to end up going two hours because it's going to be – you think it's gonna be? Yeah, really. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a very well trafficked post game. Why? Why do you? Why do you think that? Because you think OU's gonna roll and the excitement's gonna bleed over to the yes. post game show? Yes. O- OU's okay. gonna play well. They're gonna win this game, and it's it's gonna be all about the excitement for what's to come. Maybe Caleb Williams will give an announcement oh, that night. Oh, if that's the case, if OU blows out Oregon and Caleb Williams is like, <laughs> well, yeah, of course I'm back. Did I ever say I was leaving? Then it's like, oh my God, why do we have to wait nine more months to play? another football game let's just play next week yeah the excitement is going to be uh, off the charts if that happens but I did ask you earlier in the show I said hey does a bowl winner loss have any bearing on you know the national expectations in 2022 where they're ranked preseason you said yes and and I I agree with you if OU wins in blowout fashion Caleb Williams looks good I think they got a chance to be you know number five or number six preseason I, I actually I, I wrote it down Bama 1, Georgia 2, Ohio State 3, Michigan 4, Clemson 5, OU 6. And you might be able to interchange uh, you know, OU and Clemson there. So maybe OU could be a top 5 team preseason if they win this bowl game in impressive fashion. But as we peak towards 2022, what's, what are the positions of strengths going to be? Because when I initially look at it, I think obviously quarterback with Caleb Williams coming back and I'm not saying that it was a strength this year, but with the guys they have coming back, it, it should be. It better be in 2022. I would think the receivers are probably in that group as well, with Mims, Weiss, Mario Williams all coming back. Mike Woods, do we think that there's an option for him to come back? Uh, d- does he have one year of eligibility after this? So, so yeah, yeah, potentially. I would think that he would. I mean, that'd be a nice, experienced addition to get to get back. Uh who knows with the young guys, right? I mean, is Jaden Gibson a guy that can help out a little bit immediately next season? Is that a transfer portal spot for OU where where maybe they look to add a guy there? I, I don't know. Traven West uh, has done some nice things at times. So, yeah, it, it's a position of strength still for Oklahoma, even minus Hazelwood. So what are the positions of strengths? Is there one outside a quarterback and wide receiver? I think linebackers got a chance to be pretty decent for OU. Yeah. It won't be experienced. Young, young, young talent there, though. Yeah. It, it won't be experienced, but I think it's got a chance to be pretty good. Uh, definitely quarterback, uh, wide receiver, those those are good. I think secondary could be okay, right? Secondary. You, sh- you should be pretty solid at corner. You, you, you should be pretty good at safety with what you have coming back. Positions of strengths for me, and, and you can rank them one, two, three, however you want. But I, I think the three, secondary as a whole – Wide receivers and quarterback are, are probably my three. You good with that? Y- yes. I, I That's probably how I'd rank it, too, because definitely you're not going to get me saying defensive tackle, and I'm not going to be saying defensive end uh, either, just collectively. Jalen Redmond being back inside, you know, obviously that's a nice start defensive tackle-wise for OU, but outside of that there's, there's not a ton. And then Downs and Grimes have both – done some nice things at Oklahoma, but in terms of just having a ton of production, it's hard for you to say, you know, coming back, Oklahoma's just got 
you know, really, really experienced edge rushers. Yeah, and I would say positions of concern for me would be offensive line, would be defensive line. Um, running back will be good enough, but is it going to be, you know, maybe to the elite level that you've had, you know, a, a few times in the past 20 years or so when you can see it, you know, it makes a huge difference. I, I wouldn't expect OU to have elite running backs next year, but they'll have, yeah, they, they, they've got nice backs down there. Sawchuck, he have a chance to be an immediate impact kind of guy? Um, I mean, sure. I, I think with what that kind of what the death chart looks like right now, I, I think that there's a lot of guys. I think that there will be a lot of open competition. It's just is, is he a guy that's ready day one, game one, ready to come in and, and play a big role within this offense? I mean, maybe so, but we do see freshman running backs all the time hit a wall in the later stages of the year. You know, Deuce Vaughn in 2020, he came out of the gates hot. Oh, you saw that firsthand when they lost to K-State and Norman. But it's a real thing when you hit a wall. So you'd like him to be a part of this offense. You don't necessarily want him to be the, the main feature back because we see what happens to those guys like once you get into November. Probably uh, Zach Evans not going to wind up here out of the tra- transfer portal, right? Sounds like maybe Tennessee's where he'll end up. Uh, yeah, potentially. Um, That'd be a nice ad, There was though. some early smoke, though, when, when Lebby was going to come here. It was like, uh, ooh, watch out for Zach Evans maybe making a trip up to Norman after I, this year. Listen, I would, I would be, be pretty excited if Oklahoma can pull that off. Uh, you should be pretty excited if Oklahoma could pull that off. That would be Offensive massive. line, defensive line, I agree. Those yeah. are the areas because offensive line, you've. I, I think it's – Probably likely at this point that what both Robinson and Hayes are gone yeah. as starters from this team. Yeah, Air Cover Solutions text line six five one thirty four thirty nine is the number. Interact with us. Muleshoe is like that kid who peaked in middle school. They look so good and promising until everyone catches up. He got exposed a bit this year, and instead of taking on the challenge and growing, he bolted. You know, I, pretty interesting to hear from Chris Landry of Landry Football last hour just opened any question like what do you we're we're excited about Brett Venables what do you think and what we said from the get-go is okay that was a surprise that Muleshoe did that but there is a chance probably even a good chance that OU ends up in a better spot than what they previously were now when we say that around here some might look at it as oh well that's just a a homer take you know but the fact that Chris Landry of outside the market, based in Baton Rouge, has all the connections that he has in the coaching industry, that does mean something because he was giving off the tone to where it, it, it sounds like Chris thinks, yeah, especially now going to the SEC, OU is going to be better off with Brent Venables than the previous head coach. I think it's pretty obvious already. O- Oklahoma, the way they're recruiting defensively, the reception that Brent Venables is getting, they're about to start getting those blue chippers on that side of the football, which had kind of been a little more few and far between on the defensive side of the football. I, I'm never going to really worry about skill guys on offense at Oklahoma. They'll get guys to play uh, the skill positions on offense. It's the offensive line, defensive line, and, and really just collectively across the board defensively where OU hasn't been as good as the peer programs in college football. I think that's trending in the right direction. It sounded like really the – main hang-up maybe that Chris Landry had for Brent Venables was tempo with Jeff Lebby. What was that going to look like? Yeah, that surprised me a little bit. And and I understand his point is, 
you know, he, he thinks that some of OU's problems recently have been tempo, have been playing a little bit too fast. And he's probably right in some, you know, he's probably right for the most part, but I think the main problem is they, they just haven't had dudes up front on the defensive line. <laughs> right, they just weren't as they good as They haven't had talent else. defensively. I mean, Brent Venables has won with Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, and I understand that they weren't just a no-huddle-hurry-up type of system, but they scored a lot of points with that team. They scored a lot of points with Deshaun Watson. So I, I think that he is he is open, and I think that he wants, obviously, to have an elite defense, but to mix in with some really good offense as well. And, and Chris pointed out towards the end of the interview, like think about think about Brent Venables' track record. Okay, won two national championships at Clemson, Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, two NFL guys, played in the 2008 national championship game with a team that was no huddle, going up and down the field and putting his defense in a bad spot, and then made it to a couple other national championship games in 03 and 04, which. 03 was an elite offense with the Heisman Trophy winner. 04 was an elite offense with two Heisman Trophy finalists. Like having an offensive coordinator who likes to get up and down the field and score, that's not a stranger to Brent Venables. In fact, that's really kind of what he's had pretty much throughout his entirety of his coaching career. He's always had an offensive coordinator that's aggressive and wants to score a lot of points. So I think that he's comfortable in that environment. Well, and I think the two things can co- coexist in a positive manner, right? You can be an explosive offense. You can run tempo at times. Doesn't mean you have to always be trying to go lightning quick. The the game itself dictates some of that. Sometimes maybe matchup-wise, you need to get to where you snap the football a little bit quicker and put a defense on their heels a little bit. Maybe other times uh, Coach Leppy and Coach Venables will say, okay, let's lean on the run game a little bit. Let's take a little time. Let's chew some clock. You can have an explosive offense and still be great defensively. I just I don't think it has to be something that they don't correlate or work together. Last two national championship teams really didn't do that, did yeah, they? Yeah, LSU, I mean, you think that they tried to put on the brakes with yeah. Joe Burrow? And LSU, they did have a better defense than we give them credit for, I know, but in no way was that an elite defense. That that was – LSU won the national championship not because of their defense, but because it was – one of the best offenses that we've ever seen in college football. In Alabama last year, yeah, they were number one in the SEC in total defense, but they were giving up like 20 points per game. That's a far cry from how Nick Saban was winning national championships early in his tenure at Alabama. The last two national championships that we've seen have won it because they were the best offense in college football. And you know what? It could happen again this year, man. If Alabama ends up winning this thing again, which makes me sick just to think about but if Alabama wins it again, it's not going to be because of their defense. It's because Bryce Young and that offense, Georgia can't slow them down again, and they win another national title. I still think it's extremely critical, it's extremely important to have a really good defense and elite defense. And I'm excited that Brent Venables has a really good chance to bring that. But you can't ignore the recent trends in college football, and the recent trend is you got to be elite now offensively to, to win a national championship. You, you got to. Alabama won the national championship last season because they had Mac Jones, uh, a bunch of NFL wide receivers, and they had Najee Harris, right? Yeah. LSU won it uh, in a similar circumstance. And the problem for Oklahoma's been they've had a lot of that, but when they've gotten to the college football playoff, they've they've been 
below average defensively. So I, you need a match of both. And maybe even below average offensively in some of those games too. You know? Sure. I mean, you ended up putting up, what, 31 against Alabama in the Orange Bowl, but kind of took you a little bit to get going. Right? 28 to nothing in the first quarter? <laughs> first quarter, it felt like the first four minutes. And don't get me started on the uh, LSU game. In the uh, Peach Bowl, man. Peach Bowl was uh, not a great night to be yeah. an Oklahoma fan. Yeah, but that that was uh, that was refreshing to hear that you know Chris was honest about his. Eh, well, well, you know, I like we'll see. it. We'll see about the Jeff Levy thing. But if anything, he feels like OU is better now than they were a month ago, and, and that's that's important, man, because there are some teams out there that either fire their coach or their coach leaves. And they don't end up in a better spot after that coach. But as we say time and time again, as like uh, Bob Stoops said, this is Oklahoma. They were good before Muleshoe. They'll be great after. And OU is one of those teams that have found themselves, in my opinion, in a better spot even though their coach left. That's kind of the power of being a a Blue Blood uh, program. I'm hopeful of that too. And I like the early signs we've seen with Venables. I like that he's defensive-minded. But has Winton got Tyler? The, the best offensive coordinator that was available on the market. So yeah. it's not as if all of a sudden OU's ignoring that side of the football. Text line, let's be realistic too. What straight-up elite defenses won national championships recently? 2015 Alabama? Yeah, but e- even 2015 Alabama gave up a ton of points to Clemson in that national championship that year. I mean, that, that that's right. That's an accurate text. But, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's really trending towards – you still got to have a really good defense, but man, you got to have the best offense in college football. 18, Clemson. I mean, just what they did. Yeah, but did their in that offense game. was still really good that year, you know? They would have had Trevor Lawrence and, and Travis Etienne and a really good offensive line and some great receivers as well. But yeah, their defense I'm, was, you know, probably just the better thinking, part of their football I, team. Well, and I'm just thinking kind of specifically that national championship game. I mean, it was clear that Brent Venables in the defense, I mean, they smothered them yeah, they got in a that game. Pick six early on in that game, and they ran away with, uh, from you, it from Alabama that night. The truth is this y- y- you need both. Yeah, you need both. You need both. And you need a, a special teams that has a pulse, okay? So I know I've been harping on that all offseason, but come on. Get a special teams that is will actually return a kickoff when they catch it at the 10-yard line, please. It will be refreshing if we no. see one punt return next season. Oh, God. Stop. Stop that. I mean, come on. Fair catching at the 10-yard line. I mean, come on. New coaching staff. Let's, let's go ahead and outlaw that one. How's be aggressive. That Let your playmakers be go aggressive. make plays. 651-3439 is the text line. More to come next. It's the Homeless Sooner fans. Norman Reader's choice for best home builder, Winstone Construction, wants to thank Hall of Fame coach Bob Stoops and welcome new head coach Brent Venables. Winstone Construction is your premier home builder and bring you all of our coverage of the Alamo Bowl. The choice is clear. It is the Ref Radio Sports Network. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And right now, we've got great deals on new models arriving daily and interest rates are at an all-time low. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from all of us at Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. 
See you later, darling. I'm heading out to Central New Hollis. Not today, George. Remember, we have plans. Yeah, I'm going out there to Central New Hollis, West I-40, Council Exit, South Service Road. And I'm going to pick up some parts and drop the baler off for a tune-up. Why don't you do it online at centralnewholland.net? Well, because picking up parts is a lot more fun in person. And as for service, well, you can't email a baler, darling. Did you know that Central New Holland has serviced everything we've ever bought there? New Holland tractors, balers, skid steers, with genuine New Holland service and genuine New Holland parts. Soon as we finish renewing our vows. Our vows? I thought we just did that. We did, George, but remember you failed the emissions test? Well, darling, I'm sure that happens a lot. Not right in the middle of the ceremony. For crying out loud, they had to evacuate the building. Oh, yeah, I remember. When the job is on the line, Central is a friend of mine. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC. 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Belmar Golf Club offers a whole new world of recreation and excitement. Our Junior Olympic Size Swimming Pool offers a family-friendly atmosphere with poolside food and beverages perfect for all types of summer pool parties. In addition to the best golf course in Oklahoma, Belmar is also a great place to hold corporate and fundraising events as well as magnificent and memorable wedding ceremonies. Call 405-364-0111 or stop by 1025 East Indian Hills Road and check out our first-class facilities and exceptional service. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funer Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funer home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. For the Sooners, this bowl season means duck season. I say it's duck season, and I say fire! And the Sooners will have a bit of revenge on their minds. Well, you don't want me talking about the 2016. <laughs> Keep it tuned to the Ref Radio Sports Network for all of the best coverage of the Sooners taking on the Oregon Ducks in the Alamo Bowl. Presented by Winstone Construction. Building on your land or theirs. Winstone Construction is your premier home builder and bring you all of our coverage of the Alamo Bowl. Make the right call. Remember the Alamo! Remember, the Ref is your home for all of your Alamo Bowl coverage. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Oh, you'll love this, Josh Helmer. Trojans Wire, which is a part of uh, USA Today. I'm aware. You know uh, you know USC Trojans Wire. This better not be the story that I think it is. Oh, it is. 
Here's the headline of the story that Ugh, they have. It makes me want to puke. With uh, Lincoln, uh, excuse me, Muleshoe as the uh, picture here. Boomer sooner? More like boomerang sooner. Oklahoma fans who feel betrayed by Lincoln Riley have no sympathy for Riley over the Tashar Choice drama at USC. Most accurate headline ever. Yes, excuse me if I don't have any sympathy for a guy that left OU in the middle of the night because a running backs coach that he wanted decided to go to Texas over USC. You will have to excuse me, USC Trojans Wire. I found it hilarious last weekend when Tashar Choice was like, yeah, actually, guys, um, not coming to L.A. I'm going to go to Texas instead. Sorry. Matt Zemeck is on my good list, you know, primarily because he's a colleague of sorts writing for uh, Trojans Wire, but stop it. You, you got to <laughs> knock it off, man. I, you just got to. And John Williams wrote a great piece that basically – Basically said and voiced how I think a lot of Oklahoma fans feel, which is, yeah, n- nobody here feels bad and welcome to feeling betrayed when Tashar Choice made his decision to leave and went to Texas. You you reap what you sow, you get what yeah. you dish out. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm over it. I'm happy that it happened because OU's in a better spot, but I... I love making fun of him. I, it's one of my favorite things to do right now. That's why I always bring it up. It's not because I'm like bitter or anything. I just think it's hilarious to routinely laugh at what's going on out there. So, again, I don't understand how there's a thought process out there. And they're not as tuned in to college football. They're not as hardcore college football fans as we are out here. And that probably factors into it. But I understand the notion of, well, why are they upset? I understand why they're upset. People take different jobs all the time. They don't get it. They don't. The manner and fashion in which Lincoln Riley left and what he's done with the recruiting classes and trying to poach coaches, on and on and on. We we can. There's a number of reasons why OU fans are upset. Uh, I'd also like to say this about that headline. Okay. Which, again, Matt Zemeck, I I think that's who wrote it. He's on my good list, the editor of Trojans Wire, but. I'm now proposing an edict. Anybody that ever uses the phrase under any circumstance, boomerang sooner, I, I think we need to throw them in some sort of loony bin. I'm outlawing that to, that phrase to ever be used again. I'm uh, I'm I'm okay with that. Boomerang. I've never even heard that before. Not even a, a lame Texas fan has thrown that one out before. It's, it's pretty, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that needs a lot of work. He needs to go sit in timeout for a couple days. <laughs> Big time. I'm, I'm all for, you know, corny headlines, but... He needs to go sit oh, in the corner. man. He needs to go sit in the corner. Mark in Newcastle says, you're not bitter, you're just spreading muletide cheer. <laughs> muletide cheer. I am spreading muletide cheer. I like that. USC versus Texas 2022 Alamo Bowl. Who are you cheering for? Oh, God, I'll, I'll root for Texas in that scenario. I, I, I will. Um... Because, I mean, Texas played in the Alamo Bowl before and have won it. Like, what does it matter to them if they win another Alamo Bowl, right? It, it's pretty much a non-factor. I, I want to see Muleshoe lose every, every single game. What if history repeats itself in the two matchup in a college football playoff don't national championship game? Ah, God. I don't know. Can we, can we get back to that when that never happens, okay? <laughs> right. Who's more likely? Well... Probably Muleshoe, right? More likely to make a playoff. Easier path for him. Yeah. Peyton it, says, did you say Muletide cheer? Yes, Mark in Newcastle did. It's pretty funny. 
<laughs> that, that is good. That horrible LSU defense that won the national championship had 10 starters drafted 2020, 2021. Yeah, they had And that's what I said. I wasn't saying that they were a terrible defense. I'm just saying that the offense was the best part of that football team. They had Joe Burrow, who was the number one overall pick, Heisman Trophy winner, um, having a pretty good year right now in the NFL, I would say. Jamar Chase, who won the Blitnikoff that year. Justin Jefferson, who's really had a great couple of years with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, he's turned into a star. Thad Moss, Rainey Moss's son. I mean, that, that offense was maybe the best I've ever seen with my own two eyes since I've been alive watching college football. That, that's all I'm saying is offense is the reason why they won it all that Yes, year. yes. But, hey, that, that proves the other point that we were talking about, too, which is you've got to be great at both, right? Yeah. I mean, clearly, LSU in a year that – we would say, and here's the other part of that, while a lot of those guys were injured throughout that season for LSU, they were average defensively. That was not a very good LSU defense for the most, the, the large part of that season. Then everybody got healthy, came back, played in the college football playoff, of course. They went on to win the national championship. But it goes to show, man, you can be a team that, yes, that, that LSU team, it's remembered by Jamar Chase, it's remembered by Justin Jefferson, it's remembered by Joe Burrow and what that offense historically did throughout the, the course of that season. We've not seen it before. And yet at the same time, man, you got to have guys get drafted on defense. You're not winning the national championship unless you have both. Yeah. Uh, OU was still building defensively. It's really not fair that that defense had to face that offense. That I'd time. like to point out that yeah. maybe you'll remember this. In that postgame show that night after that Peach Bowl, I said, Yes, you did. OU is not winning a national championship until they go to the SEC. And someone gave you credit for that recently, like a couple months ago. I'm like, oh, nice. They remember that. It's pretty good. That's the night that uh, we were we were doing the postgame show like in the press level, and we got in trouble for being too loud. <laughs> that is not the only time. Uh, trust me, I, there are many times where I am way too loud during a postgame show. And some of those writers are like, oh, my God, the audacity, the audacity that you'd be too loud while we're trying to write our postgame this stories. This is a professional like, sorry, I don't have anywhere else to go, okay? If I had anywhere else to go, I promise I wouldn't be bothering you. But come on, is it really affecting you that much? God. Writers, they're, they're a different Seriously. breed. Kendall says the Presleys are becoming the Lockets at Kansas State. Uh, yeah, that's Which, by a, the way. There's another locket going to Kansas State. Kansas State with the Lockett brothers on the text line. Absolutely, Bixby moves up to six a one next year. John and Tulsa dynasty is over. Guys, I, I don't know what Bixby has coming back next year. I know Braylon Presley obviously won't be there, but I kind of feel like they've built such a um, they've built such a dynasty up there that. Maybe they won't run through the whole schedule undefeated, but they are state championship contenders next year. 6A1 or 6A2, it don't matter. Yeah, yep, you got to say that. You got to say that Bixby now. is moving to big boy division next year, so we'll see. I, I don't know. I, I think that they're one of the main contenders next year, even though the step up is going to be tougher for them. Well, most people felt like this year that – all classes, they would have beaten, you know, Jinx, Union, Owasso, yeah. Broken Arrow, whoever. Put the home team in the Gator Bowl. Jacksonville Jaguars versus Demon Deacons <laughs> could be a close game. Yeah, I think Wake might be a uh, you know two-point favorite. Slight favorite. I mean, judging by how Jacksonville has played recently, didn't they get curb stomped by the Texans on Would they on have Sunday? the better quarterback in the game? Uh, boy, Trevor Lawrence has kind of been a letdown this year, hasn't Ur he? Urban Meyer has done his damage. 
I can guarantee a West Side won't win 6A1. Well, yeah, duh, it hasn't happened in forever. Of course you can. I don't know. Next year might be the year for Norman North. LOL, Bixby beat Jink, 6A1 champ this year. Yeah, that's what I was – yeah, they'll they'll be fine. They'll be okay in 6A1. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Good thing mules don't need a Trojan. Most are sterile. (laughs) That comes from the 918. Which, speaking of the 918 – have you seen all the uh, Twitter back and forth? I have. About which is better, Tulsa or OKC? Well, and of course, I, I love both Oklahoma City and wow, Tulsa. really? Man. And I Playing love our listeners out on the buzz on 1430 in Tulsa. But OKC's better. Yeah, I'd, I'd take OKC. Yeah, OKC's better. Listen, I've lived here for a decade. Of course I'm going to be Team OKC. Send your hate mail to Josh on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 651-3439. I do I, like Tulsa, though. It's a cool place to hang out. I had a great time in Tulsa a couple weeks ago. Um, the people there were extremely friendly. They came out in bunches to Tulsa Day. First time to the BOK. You've been to the BOK yeah. for a concert, yeah. right? I was uh, – not that I thought it was going to be a dump or anything like that, but the concourse areas were huge. It was a really nice arena. I had a I had a great time watching OU destroy Arkansas in hoops. It was it was it was really fun. And for an event like that where you're getting a great crowd yeah. of OU and Arkansas yeah. fans, Trey's yeah, no. Barn Grill was really fun. Um, Lefties on Greenwood was awesome right there, just right across from the ballpark. That was that was a lot of fun too. So I know we're going to be back in Tulsa soon. Uh, what I really want to do is I want to go back to Trace for sure, but I want to I want to do a show from Lefties before like Bedlam Baseball and walk right across the street and just go to the baseball game. <laughs> yes, that would make sense. That would that, be convenient too. Yeah, it seems like it would be a lot of fun. All right, uh, again, send all your hate mail to Josh on the air. <laughs> That's right. I'm the one that line. said Tulsa sucks. Sorry. Hour, hour three rolls on next right here on the Ref. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And right now, we've got great deals on new models arriving daily and interest rates are at an all-time low. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. When we look back, let's be proud of what we've become. Stronger and wiser, more caring and patient, more prepared and more resilient than ever before. At First United Bank, we're here to help make sure that when we look back, we'll see that we not only survived, but that we're ready to thrive. And that's something we can all look forward to. Energy Savings Agreement from Air Comfort Solutions can maximize your home's energy efficiency. It can keep your AC and furnace systems working properly all year long and save you money by reducing costs from separate AC and furnace tune-up. Those aren't the only benefits, though. You'll get 15% off HVAC repairs, same-day service, a spring and fall tune-up, and no overtime charges. Save energy, time, and money all year long with Air Comfort Solutions Energy Savings Agreement. Call 721-3740 or visit aircomfortsolutions.com. Smart decisions bring the biggest returns, like the 2021 GMC Sierra, built on a foundation of professional-grade engineering that brings a strong performance year after year. 
offering the world's first multi-pro tailgate. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. Test drive a 2021 GMC Sierra today and experience a wise investment that really delivers. See your Central Oklahoma GMC dealers. Hey guys, it's TJ here from the T-Row in the Morning Show, and if you listen to the show, you know me and my family love to travel, and when we do, we always use Michelle's Destinations. Shelly and her great staff have helped us for over 15 years, and they can help you too. From resort suggestions, destination weddings, romantic getaways, or that bucket list trip, they'll help you every step of the way. Forget the stress and let Michelle's Destination handle the planning for you. 405-360-4482 or travelwithmichelle.com. You can also check them out on Facebook at Michelle's Destinations. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. Being from Oklahoma, I know a thing or two about natural disasters. Tornadoes are common where I'm from and have affected my life and the lives of people I care about. No matter where you live, be aware of the dangers in your area and have a plan. You can create an emergency kit, come up with an evacuation plan, and know where to seek shelter. You never know when a disaster may hit. These simple steps can help save a life. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Kathy and her great staff would like to thank their loyal customers and wish everyone a happy holiday. Speaking of holidays, whether you need gifts or you're hosting a holiday party, Joe's Wines can help you with their great selection and most of all prices. If you're heading to a Christmas party, check out their Bud Light Ugly Sweater 12-pack for just $15.69. So do what I do and head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits, 1330 East Alameda Street right here in Norman or visit their Facebook page for all their monthly specials. Happy holidays from Joe's Wines and Spirits. <laughs> All right, well, Teddy's on vacation. That means we normally do what caught Teddy's eye here, but we will resume that tomorrow when he's back with us. Until then, I'll, I'll read a couple, and then we'll move on to the text line because, as you know, the OKC-Tulsa debate, really only the uh, Tulsa listeners are sounding off as to why Tulsa is better than OKC. Make what you will of that, okay? Make what you will. Are you suggesting there's an inferiority I'm complex? Just saying, no, I'm just pointing out that on the text line, only the Tulsa listeners are responding to this. I guess winter solstice was yesterday, which means from here on out, we are headed back to summer. And let me tell you, it is a little bit depressing once you know the daylight savings time hits and you... Walk out of here at 6 o'clock, and it's already pitch black dark, (laughs) you know? So it still is – it's going to be a little bit before we walk out at 6, and it's not dark, but we're at least heading in the right direction now, which is uh, good news. We're on the move, baby. We are on the move. Uh, Last thing that caught my eye, Baker Mayfield on social media last night. Huh? 8.47 p.m., he tweets at Jared Kanak and says, I like your style. Sometimes you just got to go and roll and handle your business. You think Baker did Jaron Kanak a, a little bit of a favor here and point out to everyone that, oh, whoa, whoa, 
There is a comparison here. He did pull a Baker Mayfield and just show up to OU. Yeah, he he served it up for him on a silver platter, didn't he? Yeah, because now that becomes a massive talking point. Not something that you and I are going to spend every day talking about, but hey, that's kind of always going to be there. Well, he's a lot like Baker Mayfield. Remember, Mayfield just showed up for Bob Stoops, and the rest is history. So, yeah, that was cool that Baker did that. And, Baker, we're still waiting for you to sound off on – Mr. Uh, well, I think that I think that that says it all that he hasn't said anything about it. You know, I mean, here here's what I would guess. I don't know this; it's purely a guess. I would imagine that Baker is pissed off just like the rest of us about how it was handled, because at Baker's core, he's an OU fan and he loves the university. He was an OU fan growing up in Austin. He he loves OU. We know that. That's why he came here in the first place. That didn't just leave once he left Norman and went to Cleveland. But at the same time, he's upset as an OU fan, but then he's thinking about it from a personal level and saying, dang, I mean, this guy really did help my career quite a bit, right? So I think he's kind of stuck in an interesting place of, as a fan and as someone who is really loyal like Baker and doesn't necessarily do things that way, it's screw him. I can't believe he did OU dirty like that when they gave him a great opportunity. But maybe on the other hand, he feels like, yeah, but that guy really did a lot for me in my career. I Just a guess. I don't know. Became a number one overall draft pick. Maybe he'll never talk to Muleshoe again. Won a Heisman Trophy. Aren't we all kind of rooting for that, for the uh, Baker-Muleshoe I'm relationship? I'm for him to come out and call him uh, Benedict Arnold. Or just tweet out TBOW or something <laughs> oh, like that. Oh, that'd be amazing. What's funny about this recruiting class is there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, players to be excited about. But I feel like the most talked about guy throughout the offseason might be Jared Kanak just because of the unique situation and how it all came about. He may not be the best player. He may not pan out at all. Oh, I don't I, know. I think he's going to be the greatest player in OU history. <laughs> well, I, clearly. Maybe he is. But at least until they actually play a game, I feel like he's going to be the most talked about recruit and maybe the recruit that has more expectations than anybody else. And the second most talked about guy is somebody that, as you pointed out earlier on this afternoon, was committed to Texas not all too long ago. Had flipped from Oklahoma to Texas, and now he's back to Oklahoma and has sort of seemingly been the ringleader with uh, a lot of these players recruiting other players, and he's been in the Twitter spaces and just all over the place, it seems like, helping Oklahoma potentially bring talent to Norman. So, no, the the, the kids got to – both kids – Kanick and McKenzie have great stories coming to Norman, but especially Jaron from Hayes, Kansas, right? He's, I mean, the fact that he's just going to show up on the doorstep. He's got he to wear number. He's got to wear number six, right? And I know that he's not going to play quarterback, but he's got to wear number six. Be pretty awesome. Be the walk-on number six, you know. <laughs> uh, Kendall says Baker is smart. He's not going to publicly shame Muleshoe. Yeah, but I don't want him to be smart. I, but that I, goes against Baker, though. Yeah. Like, that's the anti-Baker. We want him to shame him. Come on. That's the one guy we want him. Well, Bob Stoops was pretty awesome when he basically did that. But Baker, too. Yes. Tulsa has nothing on OKC anymore. Quick Trip is coming to OKC. Yeah, baby. Here we go. If OU plays at USC during Riley's tenure and wins, have Baker plant an OU flag at the 50-yard line. That's from Jamie. That's the best idea that I've heard all, all day long. That is amazing. <laughs> just oh just show gosh. up and go plant the flag? Here, here's the deal, though, is that Ohio State fans were pissed. How dare you disrespect 
The Ohio State University. Now they love the dude. USC fans are so non-passionate and so don't care. First off, they won't even have come to the game. <laughs> They'll have left by halftime. USC fans wouldn't even know that Baker Mayfield planted a flag at midfield if it happens. That's how lame of a fan base they are. Ah, oh, there was a football game win. Yeah, seriously. There might be more OU fans out there than SC fans. But I can guarantee you if that were ever to happen, OU, flan- OU fans would go out there in droves. To go out to SC to see that game. Yeah, it, it would be incredible. Norman is the only place in Oklahoma I would live. Uh, I love Norman. I lived here for many years. It's it's fantastic. Norman's great. Okay, she's nice. I heard Mule She was already having an affair with Khloe Kardashian. Get out of here. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my the frequency of high winds in OKC ruins it for me. That's Zane in Tulsa. You kind of just get used to the wind out here, you know? Yeah. No big deal. It is annoying on most days, but yeah. Uh, I You can't say that Tulsa never has any wind up there. Like, it's just like calm all the time. It's, it's magically it's, always pleasant. It's not Lubbock, Texas out here either, okay? Does it get windy? Sure, but it's it's the middle, middle of America. I mean, the, the wind's going to blow out here. That, that happens. Ah, so what if it gets a little windy in God's country? It's fantastic. Yeah, no All right, we'll close up hour number three coming up next. Keep the text coming on the Air Comfort Solutions text line 651-3439. It is the home of Suter fans right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long. Because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. Plus, we've got great new models arriving daily during the Big Finish sales event. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman. Your Oklahoma women's basketball team is back in action and looking to close out their non-conference schedule with a win. Bring the whole family to the LNC on Wednesday, December 29th as your Sooners take on Wichita State at 6 p.m. The first 250 fans will receive a free New Year's hat to help bring in the new year. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Boomer Sooner! Pizza Hut has put a full court press on your game day needs. Let us feed your team with one of Pizza Hut's big dinner boxes. Start with two oven fresh one top medium pizzas, then add five breadsticks or your choice of pasta or delicious wings. Or go wild and add a third medium one topping pizza. Finding yourself in more of a one-on-one situation? Then our any pizza offer is for you. Get a large pizza up to five toppings for just $11.99 when you carry out. Pizza Hut, the official pizza of the Sooners. Chapel supplies you with industrial cleaning products that are built to last. Chapel supplies you with the highest quality pressure washers on the market and a lifetime commitment to the service and support of your machine. Unlike most retailers, Chapel pressure washers run for hours, not minutes, and handle your toughest jobs without a pause. From simple projects around your home to industrial facility upkeep, Chapel supplies you with the tools to tackle every job. Chapel supplies you.
During the holidays, we at Armstrong Bank want to pause and reflect on what's important to us, our customers, our communities, and our bankers. I'm Josh Edge, Market President of Armstrong Bank in Norman. As a true community bank, our customers are like family to us. We stand ready to serve you this holiday season and beyond. However you choose to bank with us, in person, online, or over the phone. From our Armstrong Bank family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Armstrong Doc Bank, member FDIC. The law firm of Ward and Glass has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Ward and Glass has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Ward and Glass at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit us online at wardglasslaw.com. Even Santa loves the Crimson and Cream and knows that Balfour of Norman is the place to go for Sooner gear. Locally owned for more than 45 years and conveniently located on Campus Corner, Balfour is where you will find something for every Sooner fan on your Christmas list. There is a large selection of OU ornaments, tree toppers, stockings, and other holiday decorations that will add the Sooner spirit to your holidays. Balfour has OU gear for everyone, even the smallest Sooner fan. With sizes starting at newborn, you will find brands like Jordan, Nike, Champion, Game Day Couture, and and Antigua with the latest styles and designs. Whether it's polos or t-shirts or hats or leggings or just about anything else, you will find it at Balfour. And the OU gift selection is second to none. With OU items that say you are a true Sooner fan, they have decorative serving pieces for your celebrations, yard and home decor, golf and auto accessories, and much more. Jerry and Libby and the staff would like to wish you and yours the very best for the holiday season and invite you to stop by or shop online at crimsonproud.com where you will find everything Sooner. The Work Activity Center has been a successful business for 44 years in the city of Moore. They provide a safe working environment for intellectually disabled adults starting at the age of 18. Their work program provides opportunities for each individual to complete tasks for businesses local and overseas. To find out how you might help the Work Activity Center, visit our website at WACOK.com or contact our work center at 405-799-6911. Our differences are not something to be tolerated. They're something to be celebrated. Did you know there's a place where you can get good neighbor service and surprisingly great rates on home and auto insurance? Yep, and that place is, ta-da, State Farm. Here's the deal. State Farm agent Cindy Nasher is your go-to agent in Norman for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop shopping around. State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has you covered. Call 405-307-0500 for surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. All right, here's the perfect response for you on the Air Cover Solutions text line. And, in fact, it's something that people that live in Oklahoma City and both people in Tulsa can actually agree on. And maybe this is the text that we need to calm the waters right now on the heated discussion. We of need to bridge this which gap. Which one is better? OU grad, lived in OKC area for 10 years, have lived in Tulsa area for 32 years. Love both for different reasons, and both are in Oklahoma not Texas. So, there you go. Can we all come to agreement on this? Uh, at least at least that it's not in Texas. Shout out to all of our Dallas area <laughs> listeners right now. Yeah, we love you guys. A lot of Dallas area listeners there. 
Um, but yeah, we can all agree on that, right? It's, at least it's not in the state of Texas. Indeed, it's going to be worse. Or we do in the this. State of Arkansas. We do this debate. And we'll do this again here soon. When for some reason the Tulsa meteorologists decide they want to attack the Oklahoma City meteorologists, so stay tuned. Here in about three months, we'll do this all over. Again. Oh yeah, during the spring when weather wars happen. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I love me some weather wars. I love it. Get him, David Payne. Get him, Mike Morgan. Come on, Damon Lane. Let's go. I, and Get I think we it. can all agree that ain't even a competition. No, 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 no. That that is definitely not a competition. Tell me what you think about this graphic. All right. Again, this is some random uh, Twitter account that put that put this out today. They're they're just having fun, just you know, trying to create uh, reaction and stuff, which is cool. Top ten football analyst, top ten college football analyst of twenty twenty one. Here's their ranking. Number one was Lee Corso. Number two was Joel Klatt. Number three was Kirk Herbstreet. Number four, Josh Pate of twenty four seven Sports. Number five, Desmond Howard. What do you think about Lee Corso being voted as the best college football analyst as of 2021? He's not, but obviously he's a legend. <laughs> right. so. yeah. Exactly my thoughts and what I had written down. It's like, well, no, not exactly, but I'm not going to be the jerk that says it, <laughs> no. so I'm just going to make Josh be the jerk and <laughs> right. say that he's not number one on What about there. Bob Stoops? Where That's the heck's he I, at? Yes, right. Where's Bob? Bob wasn't even in the top ten. Tom Luganbill was at number six. What? <laughs> Reese Davis was at seven. Jesse Palmer was at eight. David Pollock at nine. And Brady Quinn at ten. Well, obviously, Bob Stoops is number one, friend of the show. I love me some Joel Klatt, though. I think that he has strong opinions. I think it's backed up with uh, numbers, stats, knowledge, all that. I I think I think Joel's the best in the business at what he does. I think he's far better than Kirk Herbstreet, and yes, unfortunately, he is better than than Lee Corso as well. Yeah, he would be number one on my list too. He's guy's tremendous, man. I I love that he goes toe to toe with Colin Cowherd too, and won't let Cowherd just spew some of the ridiculous opinions that Colin Cowherd is oft to do now my number one of all time and this might show my age a little bit even though he, he called games forever Brent Musburger is my childhood man 230 game on ABC and OU's playing someone seemed like Brent was always on the call for that one that uh that does it for me and that even extended into you know calling Big 12 basketball on Monday nights I'd love me some Brent Musburger some some older guys would say maybe Keith Jackson. That, yep. that that's their dude. They love that voice, but yeah, Musburger's my you number know, one. You know who I've always enjoyed on the broadcast, and this will be probably a polarizing submission. Gus I've, Johnson. Well, Gus for sure, but I'm thinking color analyst. I always have thought Gary Danielson has has done a really good job. Yeah, um, I'm cool with Gary. Like I'm not gonna put him in my top three or top five, but yeah, he's he's okay. He was with Musburger back in those yes, early two thousand days, right? And then he moved to the SEC two thirty. He was ahead of his time. He knew where he needed to go. Yeah, he knew where the where the bread was being buttered in the college football landscape. Boy, but uh, for as many good broadcasters as there are out there, actually, I won't say that. There's not as many bad broadcasters, but boy, there are some bad ones out there that clearly do not do the research and have no idea that, that was what really they're talking about. Really funny. Uh, was that two days ago you played the Max Kellerman clip? Yeah. All right. Max Kellerman and Booger. Uh, are those the two most hated guys of the past five years? And They're, they're in the mix. 
Kendall says Brad Nessler is my favorite. Yeah, that's pretty good too. Muleshoe is definitely an OKC guy. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Stop that's, it. That's, that's, that's actually pretty good. Did OU pull its offer to Deshaun Brown? I don't know, but that situation got a whole lot interesting today with, what was that, a police report that was yeah, released and, online? And he signed with Oklahoma State, did he not? Yeah. I believe, yes, yes, he did. So, OU is rumored to be in the running on that. I, I have no idea if they pulled its offer on that, but that's a interesting situation, to say yeah, the least. Yeah, It's a very interesting situation, to say the least. All right, one final hour coming up on the other side. It is the rush right here on The Ref, the homeless center fans. Ever wonder why someone would go to the ends of the earth and leap into the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's living.